Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Inshallah, today we'll talk about a couple of ayat from Surah Al-An'am which were recited uh, in the first uh, two, uh, first two raka'at uh, today. Uh, but before I go into um, the, those two few ayat, uh, there, is, there was a one piece of uh, history of Islam that came across uh, today right after Iftar and I really want to share with with everybody here because it is of course connected to the very same Quran we are reciting because the Sahaba especially when you talk about Abu Bakr Siddiq and uh, uh, Omar Al-Khattar they were the product of uh, of the, the teachings of Rasulullah and they were trained under Rasulullah himself uh, the story goes like this. Umar al-Khattar uh, was, he, he saw Abu Bakr Sadiq that he, during his time when he was a Khalifa Abu Bakr. After Salat al-Fajr, he would go uh, to one house and he stays in the house and then he comes out. And uh, Umar al-Khattar was very close to Abu Bakr. And uh, he was curious. This is one thing. Umar did not know what Abu Bakr was doing in that house. So he was very curious. He wanted to know what Abu Bakr was doing in this house and nobody knows what he used to do. So one time, he after Abu Bakr Siddiq came out of the house, Umar entered the house and he saw a woman who was not able to move, who was blind, and he was curious what Abu Bakr was doing in the house. There was only one woman in there. So he asked the lady that what was the brother, the, the, the a man who comes into the house, what does he do when he comes here? And her response was very interesting. And she said, I don't know my son. The man, first he asked, do you know who the person is and what does he do? She said, I don't know my, uh, the, my son. Wallahi, I don't know my, uh, uh, my son. This man comes every morning and cleans and sweeps the house for me. Then he prepares food for me, and he leaves without talking to me. Subhanallah. This was the Khalifa of the Muslimin. And after Fajr, this is his activity, to go take care of a handicapped woman who could not even see an old woman. So after Abu Bakr Siddiq passed away, Umar continued this job, what Abu Bakr was doing. And since Abu Bakr was not talking, he was assuming Woman would not know what Abu Bakr uh, Umar was doing now. So one day, the lady, the, the lady asked Umar, that, did your friend die? And subhanAllah, a woman who could not see, she's asking a question to Umar, who was coming silently, doing the job that Umar was, Abu Bakr was doing before. And she, said, he, uh, she says, did your friend die? And he said, how did you know? And she said, you brought me dates. You did not remove the seeds from them. Subhanallah, that was Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu. And Umar al-Khattar radiallahu anhu, he crouched on, on his knees 
and his eyes fill, eyes filled with tears. And he said to his this famous phrase, the caliphs are tired after you, Abu Bakr. The will become tired. And that makes you cry. Really, I mean, you think about this incident. The where are we now as Muslims, individuals and Muslim ummah? We have got to the point, look, they were competing about who can do more. And Omar was crying that, how can we compete with you now, O Abu Bakr? What you, the standards that you have set for us, they're very difficult for the following khulafa to follow you. And today, unfortunately, we are ending up with talking about most of the time, who's the lesser of the evil? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So we as an ummah has dropped down to this level that instead of talking about who, is, who can exceed in doing the good deeds, we are looking, we have ex- expected now, everybody's going to come and they will be corrupt and they will be <laughs> implementing corruption and kufr. And let's look for the one who will be lesser of them. So the reason I brought this up, because they were the true leaders of Islam. And they were prepared under Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they were impacted by the book that we are reciting on a daily basis. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-An'am, and inshallah I will not take too much of time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Say Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Shall I seek a judge other than Allah? While it is he who has sent down unto you the book, which is Kitab al the one that explains in details. This book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us things in detail. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that those unto whom we gave the scripture talking about the Ahlul Kitab, you can. Uh, uh, they they know that this is revealed from your Rabb in Haq, with the Haq. Talking about, you can ask this Ahlul Kitab even. They know. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions another place, يَعَرِفُونَهُ كَمَا يَعَرِفُونَ أَبْنَاءَهُمْ They know him, Muhammad sallallahu They recognize him, that he is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like they recognize their children, their sons. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, they know. فَلَا تَكُنُنَّ مِنَ الْمُتَّرِينَ So don't be among the one who doubts. Of course, this doubtful thing is not for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was aware of this. He was the one who's getting the wahi. It is for us that let's not be the one who are doubting in this book. And then Allah says, and the word of your Rabb has been fulfilled in haq and with justice. None can change his words, and he is all here, all knower. So the haq that has revealed to Rasulullah wasallam, it is not going to be changed. And this is the only truth that came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if you obey Majority of the people, majority of the people on the earth, if you follow them, they will misguide. They will put you on the path of misguidance. So a lot of times we think of it, oh, majority says this, hence we go along with that. 
No, it's not the issue of majority or minority. It's the issue of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. As a Muslim, we do not go by majority, minority, or 100% of people go on one side. We go by what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And that's what it's, it's, it's about. Uh, otherwise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in many places about the majority. Majority of the people are the one who do not think. Majority of the people are the one who are kuffar. Majority of the people are the one who do not have the knowledge. Majority of the people who do not see. And on and on and on. There are many places Allah kafirun, And on and on and on. So, so it's not the issue of majority, my brothers. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to follow the haqq. And the haqq comes from only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that should be ingrained in our minds. This is part of our aqidah. That the haqq only comes from Allah. And even the concept of shura, I want to touch base to it here. In a couple of minutes, inshallah, we understand. Shura does not mean that shura will trump hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning it will supersede the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shura only applies on those things which are mubah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are permissible. Both the actions are permissible by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah allows us to do the shura there and choose one of the two. Not that Shura will come and tells us what is the hukum shari. So it's not the consultancy of the people, majority of the people will decide what is right and what is wrong. Right and wrong only comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nobody else. Inna rabbaka huwa alamu wan yadullu an sabili wa huwa alamu bil muhtadeen. And for sure indeed your Rabb is knowledgeable about who is on the misguided path and who are the ones who are on the hidayah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com. 